discovering stories of courage, determination, and hope. Welcome to Faith Radio's On the Road. Now, here's Ryan Thomas. Well, can you remember what you were up to when you were 19 years old? Maybe you're like me and you were trying to make yourself wake up and get to your morning college class. Our guest today is 19 and has one of the most popular songs in America. Her name is Ann Wilson and her song is My Jesus. We'll trace an extraordinary story today that features dreams of space travel, heartbreaking loss, life-changing purpose, and tens of thousands being blessed through fresh and soul-filled songs. As we meet recording artist Ann Wilson, the warmest of welcomes. And how's today looking so far, friend? Oh, it's good. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks so much for having me. You know, with somebody as talented as you are and the abilities that you have when it comes to music, you sort of look for things that we might have in common. And I did find one. We both have a tremendous affection, I believe, for Johnny Cash. You've just done a oh, bit more yeah. with that than I have. <laughs> I love Johnny Cash. He is my favorite artist. I love his musical style and I just love the way that he writes his songs and just like just super Southern rootsy sounds. And just, I'm a huge fan of him. Mm. Do you have a favorite song? I know it's really tough to pick. There's this incredible catalog. I think the man comes around. I love that song because it's kind of like, it's got these, like uh, just this biblical reference, you know, just talking about like, and then it's also just got this really cool, vibe but I also like God's gonna cut you down I think that one's it, it's a harsh message but it's truth and so I just I really love the way that he just talks about that song and just um shares that so oh man I love that you picked the man comes around that's in terms of a cash song that's essentially a deep track so I salute you for that <laughs> I know I love that one you know I was trying to honestly remember what I was doing when I was 19 years old and you still are 19, correct? Just making sure first. Yes. Yeah. Now, I, I, all I could come up with, I, I remember trying to remember to wake up in time for college classes. That's what I remember about being 19 years old. <laughs> and here you are at 19 with one of the most popular songs in America. I mean, honestly, how does that feel? It feels amazing. Um, it just humbles me because I get to realize that this is just all about the Lord and that he's just using me as his vessel. And I'm just, I've kind of been in this season of just gratitude. It's like every day there's more exciting news and just so many more testimonies of the way that God's using my songs to impact people. And so I would say that I'm feeling just all sorts of emotions, but overall just very overwhelmed by the goodness of God and the way that he is just using these songs in such a big way. And it's, it's an incredible story. Well, get into the meat of it here in just a moment, but it is important to get this first. You did want to be an astronaut when you were a kiddo. And this was not just like a fleeting passing thing. Like you were working out how this was going to go. You were planning for it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I grew up loving space and I wanted to be an astronaut and work for NASA. And um, when I was in seventh grade, I did a class in science and it was astronomy and I had never really learned a lot about space up until that point. And so I just fell in love with space. And I always loved math and science in school. And so that was kind of like the start of it was like, I'm actually passionate about math and science. And so this would 
almost be easy in a sense. Well, not like easy, but it would be in the <laughs> subjects of college and stuff because I'm, I already enjoy doing math and science. Yeah. Um, but it was also just this whole thing of like, um, I just loved God's creation and I wanted to experience more of it with my own eyes. And so I was very passionate about it. I was, you know, actively pursuing that and, um, was looking at college options and, you know, just kind of looking at my future and where I'd want to go and all that kind of stuff. But that was definitely a really big passion of mine. You know, it strikes me. There's still time. There's nothing that prohibits you from continuing to be an astronaut. Now you're only 19. <laughs> I know. I think about it and I'm like, no, it's not what God wants for me. But <laughs> I definitely, if, if something changed, I would definitely go back to school and do it. I think so. Man, I was just so sorry to read about uh, the passing of your brother, just this tragic mm, thank you. situation in, and yet you talk about the goodness of God. I mean, in the midst of this, you sing a song at his funeral. And yeah. in that moment, you've talked about how you knew what you were supposed to do in that moment. Can you take us back there? And, and why was that a moment of such discovery for you? Yeah. Um, so I started to just worship the Lord like never before during that time. Uh, I just had this heart for just wanting to, you know, worship God with everything in me. And I was sitting down at the piano and um, my mom overheard heard me singing What a Beautiful Name by Hillsong. And I was, as I was singing and worshiping, I, she comes in and she's like, Ian, I didn't know that you sang. And <laughs> like, <laughs> it was crazy. I was like, mom, I, I don't sing. Um, I'm just worshiping God right now. You know, like I, I was kind of frustrated because I was like, trying to worship and I was almost embarrassed because I just didn't like to sing in front of my mom. I had never sang in front of her. So it was definitely like an embarrassing moment for me as a kid. And so, um, she was like, well, will you at least pray about singing at the funeral? Cause she asked me, would you be willing to sing at the funeral? And I was like, mom, there's no way. So I go upstairs in my room and I lock the door and I'm like, God, if you want me to sing, you're going to tell me I'm going to sing because I cannot do this. I'm going to cry my eyes out. I'm too nervous. Like I've never sang in front of anyone. And sure enough, within like 30 minutes, the Lord told me that I needed to sing at the funeral. And so that was kind of the first moment of knowing that God was doing something in my life. And then a few days later, the funeral arrives and I'm walking up on stage to sit down at the piano. I sit down, my hands are about to start like the first press, the first chord to start the song. And I heard God's voice and he spoke to me clear as day. I'll never forget it. He said, Anne. I am calling you to praise and worship my name. Like, this is what I'm calling you to do. And so I was sitting there in front of 1,200 people at my brother's funeral, facing like the reality that Jacob had passed away and grieving him, also just being nervous. And God speaks my calling like to me. And it was, it was like more than just calling. It was like, this is why I was created, was to wow. do this. And um, I just remember the Lord taking all my nerves away and all my anxiousness away and just per- just kind of replaced it with peace. And I sang the whole song without crying. I got through just worshiping my heart out, not worrying about anything else, but just worshiping God. And that was the first moment um, that I really knew that, that, that's what, that I was supposed to do music with my life. I didn't know what that looked like at the time, but I knew that I was going to do something in the realm of worship leading or, you know, what I'm doing now. So, Oh, my word. That is an incredible story. Thank you so much for sharing that. Wow. Ann Wilson is with us today on the road. She is the breakout singer-songwriter behind My Jesus. 
the single that's taken radio by storm this year. So that's, I mean, I'm just, I'm sitting here taking that in, in terms of the nervousness and, you know, the, the stage fright in a sense. I mean, it's the most natural thing in the world. I mean, if you look at the list of fears that Americans have, number one is being in front of people. I mean, more than yeah. actually passing away or spiders or stakes or anything like that. In, yeah. ter- in terms of your relationship to nervousness, does does it work in the sense that in that moment, like, was it all gone, all going forward? Or is that sort of a process? Like, that's still there somewhere, but God continually is pushing it away from you. I think in that moment, it was more of just like he took it away for that time. Um, I think it was more of a moment of like, you know what, I'm going to just worship God wholeheartedly right now and just thank him that Jacob is in heaven, that kind of thing. Whereas like, I sometimes it's still there, you know, like I think mm. it still lingers, but I think yeah. it's up to us and as, you know, humans and Christians and stuff, like we have to be mindful of it and just take control of it and know that God is walking with us through every moment. And mm. I used to have horrible stage fright when I was in like fourth and fifth grade, we would have to do like these paper presentations, like in our class yes. and I would always, my hands would be sweating and I'd be shaking and I'm like, I can't do it. <laughs> But I always like remember just pushing through and always made me stronger. And so that was kind of the funny thing was when I started singing, I thought surely I'd have a lot of stage fright, but God, every show just will take it away from me. And I go out there and I just try to just worship him just like I did at the funeral and, you know, share the gospel and just love on people on the, you know, on stage. And, um, and so I think that that's something that's kind of gradually happens, but you have to really take control of it. Oh, that's so interesting. And that'll be so encouraging for a lot of us. I mean, even folks that don't get up and sing for a living, that's so meaningful to hear that. And I mm-hmm. I was so intrigued too to hear you tell the story because when I read it in the bio that you'd never performed in front of people before the, the funeral, I thought, you know, part of me is thinking that's gotta be an exaggeration, obviously. But no, that that is actually entirely the case. Yep, absolutely. Well, let's talk about the journey from that moment to being discovered, as they say, and having this music touch so many people. That video itself really was the genesis of where you are today, right? Yeah. So I released a um, cover video of What a Beautiful Name on YouTube in 2017 in September. And that was the moment where it ended up kind of going somewhat viral in, the, in you know, like two or three months. And um, I was found by my now manager, Jason Davis, through that YouTube video and started working with him. And he's the one that's gotten me where I am today. So that was a moment where it was like that video I posted just to dedicate it to Jacob and to have like, you know, something to look back on for my family and yeah. just kind of a moment in time. And it ended up that God was using that in a really powerful way. He was impacting lives through just posting the cover video, but also that was the beginning of what God was about to do. (laughs) About to do some pretty incredible things as it happens. I know. (laughs) My word. Well, let's talk about my Jesus because this is the song that is just storming the charts right now on radio all across the country and the world. And this is a song that actually begins in the pages of your journal, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I started journaling after my brother passed away four years ago, and I used it as a tool just to get my thoughts out on paper and just to kind of process what was happening with the loss and, you know, the grief and all of it. 
And so I'm sitting down and I'm, we're about to write a song. And it was just, it was, I guess it was probably, it was August, 2020, so almost a year ago. And I was with Matthew West and Jeff Pardo. Jeff Pardo is a, a writer in town and Matthew West, I'm sure you know him. He's an amazing mm-hmm. Christian artist. And um, so we were sitting down and we were just talking about, you know, titles and ideas and stuff. And, and I had had this, my Jesus thing on my heart because I had looked back into my journals and I had, and I had noticed that I had never written anything other than my Jesus. I never referred to him as God, Lord, Jesus, any other name. It was always my Jesus. And a few weeks before that, right, I had had like this moment and I was like, I remember asking God, God, why have I always like referred to you as my Jesus? And I remember him saying, and that's because like, that's the truth. Like I am yours and you are mine and we have a personal relationship. And I just remember being blown away by that day and, and what the Lord was speaking to me. And so then a few weeks later, coming to this write, and I was feeling that and Matthew West had the same title in his head of my Jesus. And so we come into write having the same idea in our you know heads, wanting to write the song. And we wrote the song. And at the time, we didn't really think that it would be the first single or that, you know, we would maybe even do anything with it, but it just felt like a super special song. And a few months went, went by and we decided that, that we wanted that to be the song. And um, it was just such a profound moment for me because it was like, I now get the opportunity to share with people like, this is my Jesus. This is what he's done for me. He's made a miracle out of my life. He's done all these things. He's brought beauty from ashes. You know, just the, all the good things that God has done in my life. And guess what? Like he can do the same for you too. And so that's just been so encouraging for me to be able to share this story behind the song with people and get to just share my Jesus and the ways that he's impacted me and encourage others that he's going to do the same for them. Mm. We're talking with Ann Wilson today on the road for Faith Radio, the breakout singer-songwriter behind My Jesus, the single that continues to take radio by storm this year. It just keeps going up the charts. I was noticing just uh, week to week. It just keeps going up. And uh, we know number one is uh, probably only a few weeks away at this point. (laughs) Oh, it's true. It's amazing how people are responding. I just went uh, somewhere just the other day and someone said to me, thank you so much for playing my Jesus. And that was, I said to them, you know, I thank you for thanking me, but thank God and thank Ann Wilson. So (laughs) Mm, that's now, amazing. Now that made it all the way to you. That's kind of cool how that worked out, actually. Yeah, that's so special. When you talk about Johnny Cash, I know Dolly Parton is another uh, singer-songwriter that you look up to so much. Uh, was there somebody in your family as well? I mean, so often an artist who does what you do has an influence inside the family that really brought you to this love for what you do. So I grew up with my mom's brother, uncle, or so my mom's brother, but my uncle, um, always playing the guitar and he's a pastor and he's just a, just a worship leader and just very in love with the Lord. And so I grew up with that kind of influence. And then my, um, all my cousins on my mom's side are singers. And so they sing in church and uh. you know all that kind of stuff. But I did not grow up looking to that and being like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. Right. It was more of like, this is just what I'm surrounded by. Um, but I wasn't surrounded by the music industry either. It was more of just like church singers and people like that, that loved music, but didn't do it as their you know job or their career. And so for me, 
growing up, I didn't look to that and go like, oh, that's what I want to do. It was just something that I knew that was kind of always accessible for me, which is part of the reason why I am where I am today is I took piano lessons for 13 years and, um, you know, was always brought up in that music household. And so I knew, you know, I always knew that background, um, but definitely did not look at them and go like, okay, I want to want to be like them. But part of my love for Dolly Parton came from my mom's mom, my grandmother, she loved Dolly Parton and my mom does too. And so um, we would go to Dollywood a lot as, as a kid. Cause we, I look, grew up in Lexington, Kentucky, which is just a few hours from Dollywood. And so we would go there all the time and would just listen to her music all the way there. And wow. um, I just remember falling in love with her on those, on those road trips to Dollywood and just always talking about her. And I've just always been fascinated by her story and how she was brought up and raised and, and just all that she's done. So I'm a huge fan of Dolly. Uh, it's pretty lovely stuff. Uh, and speaking of journaling, you mentioned this uh, just a few moments ago, but you've said one of the places that you love to go and write is your grandpa's farm. And as a yes. card-carrying farm boy myself, that caught my attention. I kind of loved that. What's it like <laughs> on the farm, and why is that a place where creativity just kind of explodes for you? I just always loved God's creation, and something about the farm is just very, very special for me. Um, we have cows and horses and, um, I think more than the animals, it's really just about land and knowing that, um, me and Jacob spent all of our last few weekends together at the farm and we would go and shoot guns and we would, you know, go on hikes and explore the farm. And, um, it was kind of a time in my life where I was just very, um, I was just very like open to just trying new things. And so we would do all sorts of things at the farm. And so when I go to the farm, one of my, my favorite things about it is just looking back on the memories of my brother and walking in the same spots that we walked like days before he passed away and just always reflecting on the conversations we had there. And also just like reflecting on the fact that it's been in my family for so long. Um, and that it's just, it's something that I love to hold on to knowing that like, this is a family place and, I also just love Kentucky and I love the mountains in Kentucky. And that's one of the things about the farm. It's a very, there's so many mountains surrounding it. And so it's almost like enclosed by mountains and you can't see the farm from the road or anything like that. It's very enclosed and um, it's just really special. And even now more special after Jacob has passed away and we have his grave site there. So whenever I go to the grave, I'm going to the farm and um, I also write there like, I'll write literally right next to the grave. Like I'll pull up a chair and I'll just talk to Jacob and I'll write songs or come up with title ideas. And it's just a really great place for me to just talk to Jacob and just, you know, cry and process all the things that, you know, that it looks like to walk through grief, but also just to kind of connect back to the Lord and grow closer to him. Well, thank you so much uh, for being so open and honest. Uh, for fans of your music, I mean, what a treat this has been to mm. to hear your heart this way. So thank you so much for being willing uh, to do that. I, I know you have new music on the way already coming up, a live EP that's coming in less than a month, right? Yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> what can we expect? Awesome. I mean, is it just gonna is it gonna change our lives basically? <laughs> it's going to. It's going to change your lives. Um, it's the three songs that I've already released. It's gonna be like a live version of them. And then the other two songs, I'll just say one is a cover of one of my favorite country songs. And the other song is 
a new song and it's about me and my brother and our memories at the farm actually. So um, I'm very excited for that song to come out because I think that it's, it kind of allows people just to kind of come in to our memories and walk with us through what we walked through as brothers and sisters. So it's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. It's very Southern sounding. Um, (laughs) It's just fun. I just, I'm really excited because it's kind of like, an opportunity to, to share these songs that have already released in a different way and then yeah. to, to give you a new song and then as well as like a cover and um, of a, a really fun country song. So I'm super excited about it. Uh, we, You've been so kind to give us the time you have. I know we have just a few minutes remaining. And so I'm just going to indulge and ask a question that I really want to know the answer to, which is <laughs> we started the conversation talking about Johnny Cash and you mentioned the man comes around one of the the treasures of the Johnny Cash catalog that a lot of people haven't heard because it's not, you know, Ring of Fire or Walk the Line. Have you ever covered that song yourself? I have not, but I have covered God's Gonna Cut You Down. Really? And yes, I have. It's on my Instagram reel somewhere. Like it was probably like a year ago now, but um, I, I do need to cover that one. Like that's one that I need to start working on, oh, but I, I do like... That, man, that would be so fun to cover that Please song. do it. I would never, I normally don't just appeal to artists directly to do something because I know you're much wiser and smarter than I am, but please, <laughs> please do it. No, that. not at all. <laughs> yes, honestly, I'm going to get on that. I'm going to film it. Okay. I'll, I'll do a cover of it and I'll, I'll post it so that we can all like freak out together. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ann Wilson has been with us today. Of course, the single, you don't need me to tell you, but it's called My Jesus that's taken radio by storm this year. And it has just been the best to have you here today. And of course, mm-hmm. obviously the music available, wherever fine music is sold or streamed. But if people do want to learn more about you, where are some of the places they should start? Yeah, so you guys can find me at on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Ann Wilson Music. And I also have a website. It's called annwilsonofficial.com. Um, and so that has all my tour dates. It has merch. You can get this, um, all the information you need to know on my website. And we have just a few moments left. So I'm going to ask another question that uh, probably wouldn't have made it onto the prep sheet. But you obviously love space so much. You spend a lot of time thinking about space. If you could go anywhere in space, assuming the spacecraft was there, in existence that could get you there, where would you go? That is the greatest question I've ever, anyone has ever asked me. <laughs> no one's ever asked me that question. <laughs> oh my gosh. Take your oh, time. That made my day. Uh, I realize um, it's a it little bit be, out of left field. <laughs> no, but I love it. It would be Saturn. If I could go anywhere, it'd be oh. Saturn because Saturn to me is my favorite planet. Like it's so fascinating. The rings of Saturn. Um, actually, fun fact, I just got a telescope that my mom and dad got me for Christmas. No. It just now came in two days ago. And oh. you can see the rings of Saturn from the telescope. Seriously? Oh, my. It's insane. I know. I'm about to, like, I'm going to do it later tonight and just, oh. just open it up and figure out how it works. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I love Saturn. That's a great question. <laughs> Oh, and thank you so much uh, for being willing to geek out with us on multiple subjects. Johnny Cash, Saturn, (laughs) across the spectrum. It's been really great to have you here. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun to talk to you. 
Thanks for sharing in the story of this latest episode of Faith Radio's On the Road. For more on today's conversation and the full podcast archive of all our episodes, look for On the Road when you visit MyFaithRadio.com.